1: Portions of the following program may be pre recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church.
2: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Wisdom Wednesday. We're going to talk about the wisdom of romantic satisfaction.
1: Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital.
2: That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today, wherever you are in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my socials. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there for Facebook Live and YouTube Live. And, of course, all of my social media, at Anderson Speaks. And then on WAVA 105.1 FM, right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV, that's DC, Maryland, Virginia, Parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Thanks a lot for tuning in to the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast. Second in the entire country. So thanks for hanging out with me. This is a call-in talk show. The first hour of rush hour out of the nation's capital. So if you want to give me a call on today's topic, my number is 888-432-7434. That's 888 43 bridge If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, that's today, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. And then on Saturdays, we have a special weekend edition uh, from 3 to 3.30, so check us out there as well. And if you're not tired of me by the end of the week, guess what? You can always hang out with me on Sundays if you want to bridgeway.cc. Check us out online. As I always like to do, I open in a short word of prayer before taking your call. So let's give our time over to the Lord. Lord, Lord Jesus, thank you for the opportunity you give us to connect with technology and with one another. Uh, we pray that you cover today's show. We commit it over to you now. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, there are a couple other ways to get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's Andersonspeaks.com. You can connect with my sponsors. You'll also see in just a week or two my new top picks for restaurants in the DMV area, ethnic restaurants all around. And so let's see what my top four, five, ten are. And I'd love to hear from you what you think a top ethnic restaurant is that you're saying, Doc, you need to go check their food out because it's the real deal. Please don't send me anywhere that doesn't have good food and good service, all right? But if it's good, I'm going to check you out, and I may even may even promote you on my website. If you want to know about those restaurants, remember, it's coming uh, in this month, and that is my top picks for ethnic restaurants. Now, if you want to give me a call today, let me tell you what the topic is. We're talking about the wisdom of romantic satisfaction. Some say that men need sex and women need love. Do you agree or disagree with that premise, first of all, that men need sex and women need love? Convince me otherwise. Do you agree with that statement or you don't agree with that statement? And then here's another question. How can couples satisfy each other biblically and regularly? How can couples satisfy one another biblically and regularly? Now, you know, again, everybody has these different views of, of of satisfaction okay and as uh those who are looking at the scriptures sometimes we may you know, even blush but the bible can be a very romantic book and you know the book of solomon is very uh, very romantic and there are other places where it's pretty clear that it's it's exactly what god has has created but here's what happens people sometimes fall in love sometimes they're put together and arranged marriages sometimes they say i do and then they don't What's up with that? <laughs> okay, I didn't get married to dope right? I got married. I want to do. So I want to hear from you, okay? Uh, some say men need sex. Women just need love. True? False? Not sure? 888-432-7434. Don't y'all be scared now. You can, <laughs> you can call. You can be anonymous, all right? So that's fine as well. 888 Bridge, You know, the Bible says the marriage bed is undefiled, meaning that God blesses a union between man and woman uh, who are uh, put together by him in holy matrimony. Now, everybody's not in holy matrimony. That's another topic as well. But let's just say, you know what, I'm I'm with this other significant person and I want to be connected to them. Uh, What is romantic satisfaction and how can you do it? biblically and regularly like let's just say you're not even married are you allowed to have any romantic satisfaction and what does that look like what does intimacy look like you'd be surprised everyone kind of has a different opinion on this and then you start reading secular articles and you're hearing that my goodness this group of people they're they're having you know relations five seven times a week they're like bunnies (laughs) <laughs> and then you're like, "Well, what's wrong with me? Well, everybody's different." All right. And 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 sex is not just sex. Sometimes you got intimacy and you have cuddling, all of that. So if, if I haven't made you shy enough and you're saying, "But it's Wisdom Wednesday." Well, this would be the day to give a call. We'll walk you through it, talk you through it, pray you through it. Maybe you're not as bad as you think. Maybe you need to grow in some areas, you know. Let's 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 hear from you. 888-43 Bridge. Do you agree or do you not agree? Some say that men need sex and women need love. True or not true? Convince me otherwise. I'm running to my commercial break now. When I get back, I'm talking to you right here on WAVA. That's 105.1 FM live. Dr. David Anderson. Don't miss this show. And remember, you can always go back and see it on Facebook. Call your friends. Tell them to tune in right now. Somebody's about to learn something on Real Talk. We'll be right back.
1: can all use some comic relief and inspiration in these trying times come join us at bridgeway community church on february 25th as we host world famous comic and thought leader michael jr Yo, Michael Jr. here. I'm super pumped. February 25th, we're going to Bridgeway Community Church. I'm on
2: Real Talk, so you make sure you bring yourself so we can have some fun. We're going to laugh, we're going to learn.
1: It's going to be amazing. Join us Saturday, February 25th at 7 p.m. and Michael Jr. will take you on a journey from ha ha to aha. Visit Bridgeway.cc slash comedy to purchase tickets and for more information.
3: oxford graduate school and your education as a working adult is important to him to god and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research go to ogs.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188
1: Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's INSPIRE to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with
2: Dr. David Anderson. It's Wisdom Wednesday. We're talking about the wisdom of romantic satisfaction. Does that matter? to you. Uh, Here's a statement. I want to know if you agree or disagree with it. Uh, Some say that men need sex and women need love. Do you agree or disagree with that premise? In other words, uh, do men need love? Do women need sex? How can couples satisfy each other biblically and regularly? Well, one of the questions a caller has is how will Christians abstaining from sex know what their sexual needs are What role does faith play in that? that's a good question. And so I think that when you become an adult, you automatically, even from a teenage uh, age, you know, you're a sexual being, so you know uh, what that pleasure is. But what are your sexual needs? You know, that's a difficult one because you might need it, uh, but you don't know if you've been abstaining and you've never had it before then you're in a place of celibacy, which is a good place for, I mean, Jesus was celibate and Paul was celibate and, and, you know, the eunuchs were celibate. And so there is a is a place for people who are not married in that they should, uh, you know, control those 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 desires, you know, or people who are married, but they're not satisfied Uh, controlling those desires can be very difficult so when you have needs whatever those needs are uh, part of it is putting it under under subjection so that you can uh, keep them under control but I think when it comes to Christians abstaining from sex the question that you have how will Christians abstaining from sex know what their sexual needs are it depends if they've had any before like if you uh, haven't had sex before, then you haven't unlocked the doors to n- really know what you're missing. but if you have let's say you were married and then now you're widowed or, or divorced or something like that, well if that, was, that gate's been open uh, and those experiences open to you, then you know what you're missing, and so it becomes maybe even more difficult uh, to to navigate it and to control it and to keep it under under subjection. I think the role that faith plays in the second part of the caller's question is, you know, you take all these things and you bring them before the Lord and say, Lord, help me uh, to to navigate and to uh, sustain a healthy, a healthy life, even though I may not be able to exercise this particular area uh, of, of, you know, romance to, to a point of satisfaction. And the reality is you have a lot of people who are married and who are uh, engaged uh, romantically and sexually, and they're not satisfied either. And so uh, sometimes it seems like the grass is greener on the other side. But the reality is you can have people who are engaged sexually and not satisfied. And you can have people who are not engaged sexually and are very satisfied. And so, but I want to hear from you. I want to know, what do you think? Is this a topic Uh, where you might need God's wisdom or maybe some wisdom from others, uh, then give me a call. My lines are open. Of course, you can remain anonymous if you want to. Uh, 888-432-7434. That is my number live here in studio. And the reality is we're living in a time now where where everything is very sexualized. And so uh, how do you deal with... Uh, kids who are 12, 13, 15, 17, college-age students who are exploring uh, their their sexuality. And what does the Word of God say about that? And to the second question that's on the table, how does one satisfy this need biblically and regularly? And, and what does regularly even mean? Well, if you have any thoughts about this, maybe some questions about it, maybe some convictions about it, my lines are open. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. And if you're just joining us, it's a uh, Wisdom Wednesday. And uh Wisdom Wednesday uh is a day where we try to uh, give you wisdom from God's word, from one another, and sometimes uh from guests. But you know, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of disagreement on that subject that men uh, need sex and uh, women need love. I haven't heard anybody push back on that. So uh, if you agree or disagree with that, I'd love to hear from you. You know, uh, one source says that uh, 15 minutes a day of connecting emotionally with uh, your significant other can really uh, increase the hormones that you have. Looking into each other's eyes increases uh, the trust hormone and sharing uh, positive thoughts and feelings or affirmation of one another. So the idea of connecting emotionally actually is a proven formula for intimacy, according to one source. Uh, they actually talk about connecting spiritually Sharing an inspirational reading or prayer that that kind of connection emotionally and spiritually can only add to the proven formula of intimacy, which then uh, leads to this third area of connection, and that is not just emotional spiritual but also physical, you know, and you can connect intimately physically by hugging one another uh for 20 seconds or kissing passionately for uh 20 or 30 seconds without it leading to sex that alone increases the dopamine and the passion hormone as they as they call it so you know maybe one evening a week you walk and date and caress with no demands you know maybe once a quarter fun play lead uh you know read and 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 teach enjoyable touch to one another it doesn't always have to be exactly uh sex and even getting away um you know a couple of weekends throughout the year are just some suggestions of some of the sources that my uh that my researchers picked out um i want to know from you though you know have you found anything that you say this really um this really uh excites me this this makes the the passion, the romance, uh, the relationship feel feel satisfying. And uh, if you want to share that with us, my number is 888-432-7434. No need to be bashful on it. It's Wisdom Wednesday, so I'm sure somebody else could use uh, your wisdom as well. So five ways to work a great sex. This is a focus on the family right here. Uh, they say talk, learn, negotiate, take responsibility, and expect change. So talk. They say your spouse wants to talk, he or she wants you to be interested. you're probably going to have to do the talk part if you have uh, if the have part of sex is going to be any good. So um, talking is a major uh, a road or pathway to to great connection. Learning. Uh, as well. And this is something that I don't think the church does very well. um, And that is helping. Can I just talk to men for a second? Helping men know how to be great lovers. And let me tell you the problem with it. There are not a lot of Christian books on it uh, because there's probably not a lot of Christian publishers that will allow you to say the things that really need to be said, like real talk stuff. Right. And so then what are Christian men supposed to do? Women, too, but I'm talking to men for a second. They have to go outside of the Christian community to find information on how they can uh, serve their partner in an excellent way. But isn't a part of discipleship and mentorship the ability to be able to help someone grow and be better in every area? And yet there's not space within uh, the se- sexual ethic, ethic of Christianity to actually talk about men to men. How can you make sure to satisfy your, your significant other? Now, for women, I think women are more willing to talk about intimacy. But at the same time, uh, even there, you know, when it says in the scriptures, older women speak to younger women and older men speak to younger men, do you think that it is respectable to talk about this area in discipleship? What do y'all think about it? Is it too non christiany Should you just say, be married, be in love, and go figure it out, which could be fun at first, but then you realize there's a whole lot more in that world of of sexuality that you can't really discuss and this is why some people turn to porn which is not great uh for discipleship but how else do you are men supposed to figure it out or women supposed to figure it out unless they're with someone who's experienced which they shouldn't be that experienced <laughs> right the, you know and so it creates a quandary for some religious folk, some Christian folk, and some folk who will pray over you and lay hands over you and teach you how to grow in your faith and how to read scripture. But you have to almost go to the bar, go to the Internet, or go to some friends that don't know the Lord to figure out how can I actually be excellent in this area too. We'll talk about excellent in giving, excellent in living, excellence in parenting, excellence in all these areas and then you get to this area and the church is mute what do y'all think about this topic 888-432-7434 that's 888-432-7434 and if you're just joining us we're talking on this wisdom wednesday about the wisdom of romantic relationships the wisdom of romantic relationships and the statement that I made, I'm trying to find out if y'all agree or disagree with it. And that is this. Some say that men need sex and women need love. And that's it. If you give her love, she'll give you sex. And for men, if you give him sex, he'll give you love. Hmm. Agree, disagree, is that your experience? I want you to know how men think and uh, how women think. And oftentimes that's the prevailing thought. That women, if you give them love, they'll give you sex. And ladies, if you give him sex, he'll give you love. Agree or disagree with that premise. And then to right size this, How are couples supposed to satisfy each other in a biblical and regular way? I want to hear from you, 888 43 Let's go to Alexandria, Virginia, and talk to Mario, who's on the line. Hi, Mario. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you?
0: I'm doing excellent, Doctor. How are you?
2: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. What are you thinking about today's topic?
4: Well, I'm thinking about, first of all, I'm thinking – that every person is not—that's not, that's not um, calling in. They are guilty.
2: <laughs> is that what it is?
4: Everybody is guilty. Yeah, because you know everybody has had that particular type of passion. That if any—if if your mama and daddy knew, you know, it—it it, it, it wouldn't be anything like, huh? Well, thank you for bringing my grandchild into the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Hmm. So don't you I think that it is about
2: very it. taboo. Don't you think it's hard for Christians br- to talk about it?
4: Yes. Yes. But, but because you all we of us to? have had our past. Yes. We really do because it's a God, it's a God given pleasure. And however we made that pleasure, it's, a, yeah, I, I, I don't know how far god let us go and i don't know how he but i know in the book of psalms it's talk about let her breath satisfy you and so forth and so on right you well, know what i mean Proverbs. so how mm-hmm. how yeah oh, i'm sorry yes proverb and so how deep do you go or do you go go by what your what your, your uh voice tell what you on
2: the street or whatever what you well, see on the no. internet
4: let's say that you're saved yeah. let's say that you're saved you know, uh, uh, where do you get your moral boundaries, right. according to you? Because some of us have moral boundaries, even though we're Christian. That's right. Let you know what I you. mean? But let some me go a right. little bit first.
2: Yep, let me hold you right there. Stay on. I'll be right back. It's Real Talk.
5: It's the new year, and you're probably thinking to yourself, I need to lose weight. Many of us gain some unwanted pounds. Hi, I'm Steve Reynolds, pastor of Capital Baptist Church, and I can help you lose weight. I'm also the author of the book, Bought for God, and the career of the Losing to Live Weight Loss Competition. I've lost over 100 pounds, and I want to help you be a big loser through our Losing to Live Weight Loss Competition. Why should you participate? Because it works. Our previous competitions have resulted in literally tons of weight loss. No wonder Fox News labeled me the anti-fat pastor. Don't try to lose weight alone. Join a team of losers. The next Lose and Live Weight Loss competition begins soon And you can participate both on-site or online Quit procrastinating Sign up today by calling 703-560-8677 That's 703-560-8677 Or online at welovechurch.org That's welovechurch.org
6: Virginia veterans, you've served your country proudly Now we're proud to serve you at the Virginia Department of Veteran Services. We're here to connect you and your family with supportive programs and to help you claim benefits for disability compensation, education, health care, and more. These free services are available across the state through our network of 34 offices. Call 1-804-786-0286 to schedule an in-person or virtual appointment today.
2: Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline.
1: Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com.
3: Listen to The Alternative with Tony Evans every weekday morning at 1030 on 105.1 FM WAVA
7: you know that your dollar doesn't go as far as it used to at key city capital we know that as well and would like you to know about investments we believe can make sense in an inflationary environment for more details check us out at keycitycapital.com key city offers passive investments in cash flowing real estate that can help offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility when prices rise more couples and families further delay homeownership key city capital owns thousands of rental units with attractive prospects for income and appreciation as more and more renters apply to live in their communities. Let the team at Key City Capital grow your wealth and diversify your investment portfolio. Connect with them today at KeyCityCapital.com or call 817 912 1569. 817 912 1569. Again, that's KeyCityCapital.com or call 817 912 1569. 817 912 1569.
2: talk with dr david anderson i'm back it's the second half of the show and you want to call me uh this is the time to do it we're talking about the wisdom of romantic satisfaction uh and is it true Uh, some say that men need sex and women need love linda genti iskerzak says is this a put the kids away discussion lol yes it probably is thank you linda this may not be a discussion you want to have with your kids in the car uh, lovely Lawson says, Hi, Pastor Anderson. Thank you for speaking about this. I hope people will be transparent. Well, I sure hope so as well. I've got somebody transparent on the line with me now. It's Mario, and Mario is in Alexandria, Virginia. And right before the break, you were making a comment, but I got pushed to the break, so I'm coming back to you now, Mario.
4: Okay. Yes. Uh, well, I made the comment of um of you, you got to, you got to speak about it and this is one of the things that we talked about right. but we have to speak about it because uh a lot of our kids today are are getting themselves in some situations and stuff that they don't know about right. so even though we might not agree that they should be doing these particular things uh we at least need to give them uh a little bit of uh, at plan A plan B Plan C, if you get yourself in that position. Well, and
2: I think that that's where the problem comes for many Christians because, for instance, I'm going to put you to the test here, but I'm not asking you to reveal anything, but I'm going to put you to the test. Make yourself a parent for a second. All right. Are you a parent or not?
4: I am. Three boys. Three teenage boys.
2: Oh, oh, this is going to be good. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Because me and my wife, we, we dealt with this when the kids were teens. Do you give your sons condoms and tell them to get condoms? Or you don't, because you're teaching abstinence, you're teaching God's way. And so Amber may have one view. I may have another view. The kids are in the middle. They're stuck. They just want to know. I got you. Okay. So as a dad of teenage boys, (laughs) which way did you go?
4: Or do y'all go? Man, I got you. I got you. Okay, let me play just a little bit of 10 seconds. All right.
0: And you don't have to share if you don't want to.
4: Oh, no, I'm going to. Uh, because I want, I want, I want to know that my boys are thinking.
8: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, uh, they when 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 they are on TikTok and they're on Instagram and they have these phones, mm-hmm. you don't know what they're doing. Right, you don't know what they, it is. Not like back in the day where you had to go to the VHS the BHS store or you had to go to the magazine store. You know what I mean? You had to right. make an effort. So
2: it's right there now, in the palm of, of the hand. Like,
4: yeah it's right there at the palm of their hands and no matter how much uh, uh parental guidance you put on them my man it just they the, the kids know how to go through it and i think the industry makes it possible because again we live in a fallen world not everybody loves the christian
2: understood so condoms or no condoms to the teenage boys no, you say condom. no condoms no
4: condoms I- I- I said I'm not giving them a common, uh, the condom, but if I see it, I have a problem because I'm looking at you like, what are you doing, man? Right. I told you better. Right. You know. But mm-hmm. then if, but so, during the whole time, Doctor Anderson, I'm just, I'm just preaching the opposite because the last thing that I want, which they have done, is, well, what did you do when you were a kid? <laughs> so when, where know. does the cycle stop? Where and, does the cycle how,
2: stop? And how much do you share? Hey, listen, I thank you so much, Mario, for kicking it with me today. Okay.
4: Yes, sir. God bless you.
2: Blessings back to you. Let's go to Tony in Woodbridge, Virginia. Hey, Tony, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing?
4: Hey,
9: Dr. Anderson. How? I'm doing fine. How are you doing, Dr. Anderson?
2: Excellent, sir. So what do you think about this topic?
9: Uh, it's a great topic <laughs> <laughs> and well and well needed, well needed, because this uh, topic that's not discussed uh, in the church amongst men's groups. Uh, I don't know about the women's right. groups because I'm not in it. But the
0: men aren't yeah. really talking the men the to men about this, right? Quest?
9: No, no, they're not. They're not. And they're not talking to it at the level of the depths, and the level that it needs to be discussed. Right. Uh, Mario's, I told him I wouldn't give them my boys no condoms, but I told them if they can't, uh, you know, keep
2: away, then put one on. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you basically said, I'm not going to supply it, but go get it if you no. find yourself in that situation. If you can't, if you're
9: too weak and you, yeah, and you, and you gonna, uh, then uh, uh, preserve yourself for another time till you can get stronger to abstain from it. My, but,
2: my you know, with my father, time. my father used to tell my daughters, and I don't know, this could be a cultural thing. I don't really remember us having the condom conversation, and God rest his soul, but I heard a few times in my household, don't bring home any babies. Have you ever heard yeah, of that? Yeah, don't bring home no babies. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yep, yeah, yeah. We came from the same talk.
9: household. Don't bring no babies <laughs> up in here. <laughs> that's, a, that's
2: the extent of your talk. But right answering
9: to your question, answering to your question, uh, it's generalized. Generalized. Uh, what's your question again? So the question I, I, I is, men
2: need sex, women need love. Is that true? Right. True generalized, but okay. it's not
9: a quid pro quo. Okay. It's not a quid pro quo where because you I I love you I'm gonna get sex because mm-hmm. you know and the, the other way around right uh so yeah it's just a general attack. the people change and right this is the this is another discussion that men got to have as we as we get older that a lot of times women change and a lot of times women just not into it. He's not into so you got to be figuring out as you go on growing up, and as y'all growing together, other ways of intimacy,
5: right? Of, right. Like
9: being intimate with other each other, but and, you know, but here's the
2: question: Well, yeah, women change. Here's the question: Why are they then all excited about it uh before you get married, and maybe right after you get married, and then they're not so excited about it anymore? For some women, not all. I want you to think about that one when I get back. I
9: don't back, know, no, Dr. No. Anderson. That's what <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I, know, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to know now. I know. Oh <laughs> you can make some money I if you had an answer <laughs> to that
2: one, brother. I'm, wait,
9: I'm, I'm waiting for the next person that get on to answer oh that one. Oh, my one. God. The, line, the, the, line, the lines <laughs>
2: are full up. I'll get to it in a minute. God bless you, Tony. All uh, right, God bless you. All right. It's bye real bye. talk. Real, real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and I mean real, real talk. Uh, so if uh, you got the kids around, this may not be a good time to have them hanging out, but you come back and hit me later. You can always go on Facebook and watch the rest of the show. Y'all agree with this statement, men need sex, women need love, which means if a woman gives sex, she'll get your love, men. And if a, uh, a man, uh, you know, gives love, then she'll give you sex. True, not True. Uh, Do you agree or disagree with that premise? And also, how can couples satisfy each other uh, romantically, biblically, regularly? How does God want that to happen? And why is it so difficult for us to have real discipleship discussions about this? Like, is this an area of discipleship where it says older men speak to younger men? Younger men, um, listen to older men. And it says older women speak to younger women. Can y'all talk about this? right is that is that actually a part of discipleship because all these commands to young men to be pure right in 1st Timothy you know be pure resist the devil he'll flee from you uh you know all of this talk but yet how do you teach a man not just to 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 not go forward with some things but then when you do go forward with some things it, the marriage bed is undefiled and God blesses the bed uh, when all of that is right, it's kind of like, so just go for it. But actually, are there are there strengths and techniques and ways to really make sure that you're satisfying one another? Can we have that kind of conversation that's like, nope, sorry. You're just going to have to go to the secular world to get that stuff because us Christians, we don't talk about it. Well, it is real talk, and we have a couple minutes left, so let's see what's up. Tomas is on the line from Baltimore, Maryland. Let's go there. Hey, Tomas. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing?
8: Tomas, are you there? To be alive. Yes, can you hear me?
2: I can hear you. Amen. Good to have you here. What are you thinking?
8: Well, I don't agree with that. The man just wants sex Mm -hmm. and woman love. Okay. I believe we all need love.
2: We all need love.
8: We all do. We all do.
2: I agree we all need love. Yes, true. Yeah. We all need love. As a man,
8: I feel—I mean, as a man, I believe if it's not love, I don't think it's going to be sex either.
2: Now, how real, ma- real sex. Now, let me ask you: How many? How many men do you know? Let's say, do you know five men in your life? Yeah. Would you say that all of them, like none, like none of them, ever had sex without love? They always had love first, and then sex.
8: No, no, no. My, a lot of them, th- that's what they look for, too. Uh-huh. But to me, it shouldn't be like that.
2: Well, you're right. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Uh, absolutely right on that one. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Way to go. Thanks a lot for hanging with me. Okay, Tomas? And
8: here's another one. Okay. Uh, I went to a, a retreat just for men. Yeah. And the priest was saying about a father and a son. And they said uh, one time it was a father who started talking his son. And the father says, son, we need to start talking about sex.
2: Okay, good. And the
8: son says to the father, father, what do you want to learn? I can teach you.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
8: Because nowadays the kids know more than what we do.
2: Correct. The kids are learning already about this, which, you know, no parent's happy about that if If their kids are learning at a young age, it's it's not age appropriate, but they're seeing it. You're right. They're learning about it. And so I think it is important. Um, But here's the thing. I don't know if a kid knows how to answer a father when the father says, so what do you want to know? Well, if I knew what I wanted to know, then, you know, I probably don't need to ask you. So I think part of it is the father saying, listen, let me tell you what you need to know. This is what you need to know Uh about a young lady. You know, and, and this is what you need to know about yourself. And it's what you need to know about what God's word says about marriage and, and, and all of that. And those are tough conversations for fathers to have with their sons and I think for mothers to have with their with their daughters. What do you think?
8: Yes, yes, they are. Because uh, I remember my older sister telling me that when she was coming up, she had her periods. Mm-hmm. And she was scared, and she was like, i never been with a man. Mm-hmm. And she heard from all the people that that's when they please. And she says, I haven't been with anybody. And she was so scared, right. and our mother never told her uh-huh. what she was going through. And exactly. so when she went to her, at first she was hiding and trying to not to tell her. Right. But when she went to tell uh-huh. her, she opened up and told her.
2: Right, right. And this is the problem even within our own households, mothers and fathers and daughters and sons, and then even within the church. And so this is why there's so much taboo around it. And then we judge people so harshly when they finally learn some things. Well, Maybe they're learning it outside the church because we're not helping them inside the church. I don't know. This is real talk. I just want to put the conversation out there.
8: I've been a single father for years, and when my uh, daughters—I got three boys and two daughters, and my second daughter— she had her uh the things she need already before she she had her period. Mm. Because I wanted her to have them even before we went to Sam's Club and I, I told her that they are right there. I don't know what you need, I don't know which one do you need, but <laughs> you can pick them right there. And she picked them and she had them even before oh. she had her period.
2: I tell you what, you're special dad to be able to raise these girls alone. God bless you, okay, Tomas?
8: Amen, Dr. Anderson.
2: Take care. Now, let's go to Oxon Hill, Maryland, and talk to Anonymous. Hi, Anonymous. How are you?
8: Hello.
10: Happy Blessed New Year.
2: Thank you. You're my first female Uh, calling today. What's up with that?
10: Okay. Well, I wanted to say this is a great topic. First of all, you have to know your spouse's love language. Mm -hmm. Now, my husband's love language is physical. So, physical Mm -hmm, touch, touch. and mine is acts of service. So, when he's, I know this is really weird to say, but we've been married for 26 years. When he's doing stuff that I like that he's doing, Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, whether it's cleaning or or fixing something, I don't know, that turns me on.
2: Gotcha. So, when he's serving in the household, that really attracts you. Yes. Because of acts of Um, service.
10: Because of access service. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I can do without sex.
2: Mm-hmm.
10: um I, It doesn't really. I don't feel like the need. I don't feel like I need it. And I think most of it is because of my hormones. Okay. um Now that I'm in my early fifties, my hormone estrogen and progesterone has really dropped. So the uh-huh. feeling to want to have sex is not there that much. Although I'm taking care of it. Right. Um, with some medicine. Okay. But. Um, I don't feel the need to. My husband,
2: always, 24-7. Right. <laughs> That's his love language, um, is physical touch. And yeah, he probably wants yeah. even affection and touch, even if it's not the act of sex alone. All of that is probably important to him, hugging and touching and holding hands yeah. and all of that. Would, would that be the case or not necessarily with him?
10: touch too mm-hmm. and i mean right now we're in the middle of fast of so it's like we can't do anything <laughs>
2: okay yeah you made so a decision you together so to fast yeah, right so we
10: made a decision to do it yes together uh-huh, good. so it's like you know he's okay with that i mean right, we've right. done that for years but you know the other thing i want to mention is that you know Having Jesus Christ as the center of our marriage is so important because Jesus is love. And if you don't have that at the center of your marriage with good communication, mm-hmm. your love life is not going to be good.
2: Right. You definitely need that uh, centering of communication because that's where it really begins. It begins in the kitchen. It begins before yes. you even get home with texts and phone calls and a sense of intention. So then when you get... Uh, together, It's not just uh, coming in a vacuum, so to speak, but right. it's really a continuation of, of something that started even before you got together physically, right?
10: Right, mm-hmm. right. And when it comes to sons and condoms,
2: mm-hmm.
10: we were taught not to give our sons condoms. Mm-hmm. But like the other caller said, you know, we want you to practice, you know, um, being pure, you know, right. even though that's not the culture, but that's what you know honors God. Right. But if you find yourself in a situation, you need to keep yourself protected. Right. But we never encourage the use of it.
2: Right. And that's what's difficult for a lot of parents. So then, what you what do you want me to do, Mom and Dad? Go myself to go get my own mm-hmm. contraceptives? Well, that's a tough one. If you find yourself in a situation, hey, listen, thanks for hanging with me, uh, Anonymous mm-hmm. Oxen Hill. Blessings to you. Thank
8: you. I'll be right back.
2: I'll give you some following, uh, finishing up comments in just a second.
1: Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a vibrant, live, call-in radio show that is insightful, spiritual, witty, and builds bridges across racial, political, and cultural lines while handling real-time topics that are provocative and relevant with Dr. Anderson's unique style of gracism. Broadcasting out of our nation's capital on WAVA 105.1 FM, weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Visit andersonspeaks.com.
0: Hi, folks. Don Crow here. What if I told you you can save a baby's life for just $28? It's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that's growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. There's no better time to save a baby's life. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229, or give online at WAVA.com. In their song, Free Bird, Leonard Skinner keeps repeating the
1: line, Lord knows I can't change. Hi, this is Lon Solomon, and you know... A lot of us feel that way, that we're just what we are and we can't change. Ah, but I got great news for you. The Bible says we can change. The Bible says that when we invite Jesus Christ into our life, he begins transforming us from the inside out into an entirely new person, and he deals with these self-destructive things in us and changes them so they're no longer a danger. I don't know about you, but I need a change in my life. And when I asked Christ into my life, I got it. Not a sermon, just a thought.
3: For more information, check out our website, notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com.
2: Real talk with Dr. David Anderson, and we have had quite the conversation today. Real talk on romantic satisfaction, and I'm sure this could go a lot further. Uh, but I know that if you have questions or comments about this, you can always you can always hit me up at andersonspeaks.com. There's an email address there. But overall, my comments is my comments are you know I think this is something. That parents need to talk with their kids about in a very tasteful, tactful, but very practical way, and it's not easy, and part of the idea is being open to conversations, not a conversation. A conversation says we're going to have the sex talk we'll get it o- over with, and never talk about it again, as opposed to opening it up and saying if there ever uh, if there are ever any other questions son." or daughter come back to me let's keep it going and kind of keep the file open on the topic a little piece at a time and i think that that is probably the better way is to start the sex talk as a chapter uh in a book and then you move to the next chapter the next chapter the next you keep it going throughout their teenage years it's not a one and done kind of thing so i'd love to hear your thoughts on it it is something that i think is, you know, real easy to say the don'ts, you know, don't uh, have sex, don't bring home babies, uh, keep the marriage bed pure, uh, you know, run away uh, from being impure, you know, those are all the things that's real easy to say, right? But what do you do? How can you help uh, in this area? Let me take a final call before I go. We got Janetta on the line from Andrews Air Force Base. Hey, Janetta you're my final call. (laughs)
6: <laughs> Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for taking my call.
2: My pleasure. I wanted
6: to say that. Great. Um, I wanted to say, um, as far as um, you're right in keeping that dialogue open, and for me, I gave my children the condoms. I have one each, a mm-hmm. daughter and a son. Okay. And I told them, you know, I would prefer you to wait you're married. However, I know what you're dealing with. You know, some folks can handle the peer pressure, some can't. But I want to make sure that if it should happen, you have what you need so you won't be bringing me the baby.
2: Right. How did they deal with that? How did they handle that?
6: <laughs> they were like, "Mom, I don't want to hear that, Ma.
2: Right, I, don't I don't even want to talk that. to you about that stuff.
6: Okay, okay. So, look, you have them. If it happens, you can protect yourself. Right. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Don't bring nothing in here. You know how I feel. Mm. I prefer you to wait, but if, if it does not happen that way, wow. you are prepared. And I, Doctor Anderson, I gave them colors, flavors. Oh
2: Lord, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't end yes, the show I like did. that. <laughs> yes, oh really? You just yes, dropping it like it's hot. Okay, <laughs> thank you, it, Janetta.
6: Put in, I put it. They each had a book bag. I sure did.
2: Oh Lord, have mercy. Well, how old are they now? <laughs>
6: Uh, they're now in their 30s. Um, uh, okay. Do y'all ever talk about it
2: now that they're older?
6: Uh, they they don't talk about it right now, but they were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're telling me this year. I can't believe you're giving this. I'm wow. like, I'm listening to you talking to your friends, okay?
2: Right. And I don't want
6: to hear you talking about, oh, uh, oh. Well, uh, I, uh-uh.
2: I guess they didn't bring any babies home, huh?
6: They didn't. They didn't. I just recently became my grandmother now. Oh, congratulations. You know, they, they went through high school and everything. Congratulations.
2: <laughs> well, thanks for being my final caller. God bless you, okay? God
8: bless you, too. Take brother.
2: care. Bye-bye. Take All right, well, that was my final call, so I, Air Andrews Air Force Base. Sounded like she was hiding in the corner somewhere there. <laughs> I'm just glad you were able to listen. You were talking so low for a minute. Oh, Lord, thank you for <laughs> this conversation. Give us your wisdom, Lord. That's why we're here. uh, We pray that this real talk brings real change. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.